Hey everyone, Dr. Pat and I would personally like to invite you to join us in our Grow My Baby program. This is week-by-week pregnancy and birth information developed from our experience of helping more than 4,000 women grow and birth their babies. All our links are on our website, growmybaby.com.au. The information in this podcast is provided for education and research information only. It is not a substitute for professional health advice. If you're trying to get pregnant, or you are pregnant, and you feel a little bit overwhelmed by all you need to know, then this is the right podcast for you. Welcome to the show. I'm Bridget Maloney. And I'm obstetrician Dr. Patrick Maloney. And this is The Kick, your expert-led podcast that delivers the essentials of growing a baby. Make sure you head to our website, growmybaby.com.au, to get some awesome free tools like our Pregnancy Knowledge Checker to help you feel like you got this. Hello everyone, welcome back. I'm Bridget Maloney. And I'm obstetrician Dr. Patrick Maloney and I'm sounding excited today because Bridget told me that last time we recorded a podcast I didn't sound excited. (laughs) Well, you kind of didn't, but we were just about to go on our holiday. We were nearly on holidays. And we're back. Yeah, we're back and we had a wonderful time and we're back in the studio. Yeah, we didn't post any photos, did we? I'm sorry about that. We still can, but, you know, that's fine. (laughs) We forgot. But Pat... um, this week's been like hell on wheels, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's the price you pay for going on holidays. There's oh my God. Yeah, a lot of work to do when you get back. Uh, I'm just going to tell our listeners, like Pat had a, um, I think maybe the Monday night was a 2 a.m. finish, the next night was an 11 p.m. finish, then there was a 7, 7.30 meeting the next morning and then there was a oh, trip guys. down to, like it just was, we couldn't believe it. Hmm. <laughs> but here we are. Um, today we are going to be talking about just a really light but often asked question Am I in labour? Is this Braxton Hicks? So we're going to do a Braxton Hicks versus labour podcast. Perfect. Um, and I I really love this woman. She's in, in the States. It's a, a labour mummy nurse. And she has a, a joke on her Insta. Far away. All right. Braxton and Hicks walk into a bar. What mm. happens? Nothing. Nothing. Nice. Uh, I really like it. I don't know whether it's hers or it's somebody else's, but that's instinct for you. You know, things come around and go around. Okay, Pat, what is Braxton Hicks? Well, these are those uh, uh, contractions um, of the uterus where where a sort of a um, a movement of force moves through the uterus that people will say feels like a tightening or a contraction. It can be painful, but it's not indicating labour. Yeah, and sometimes it's called false labour, isn't it? Yep, it can be. It can be. It's commonly mistaken for the real thing, mm. and it can be very painful. And you can you, you can be forgiven for thinking that it's the real thing, especially if it's towards the end of the pregnancy. And I've heard the term that it's your uterus in training. Yeah, I don't know if anyone knows if that's true or not. No, um, the uterus is a muscle, and I guess like any other muscle in the body, it benefits from being active. And the other smooth muscles in the body, like the your heart. It's just going all the time. Yeah. So I guess it's constantly getting exercise, <laughs> if, you, if you know what I mean. Um, but uh, what we expect from the uterus is that it will sit there for your whole life um, but work like an absolute champion mm. in labour. You know, I guess there's a it, it's a nice idea to think that the Braxton Hicks contractions might be just at going out for the afternoon and stretching its legs. Yeah, right. Yeah. I've actually never thought about the uterus absolutely doing not much, like the mild cramping or the cramping, a lot of cramping, um, once a month for your period. Yeah, but I don't think that's necessarily associated with a contraction, mm. or an actual 
um, contraction of those muscle fibres. Yeah. I think the period hurts for other reasons. Yeah. And when the blood comes there, it, these inflammatory mediators that get released to cytokines and prostaglandins and things that, that, that actually hurt. Mm. But in terms of the uterus doing its job for those muscle fibres to contract in a way that expels the baby, we don't. it's not doing anything for most of the time. And then we expect it to work like an absolute Trojan in labour. So that's, I, I guess that's where the idea came from that, that, uh, that Braxton Hicks might be exercise. Well, it's a bit like yeah. how I play my golf. You know, and I, <laughs> I never I once a year. Once a and, year, and, and I expect to be brilliant. And at expecting it. Yeah, yeah. fabulous results. Yeah, 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 it's exactly like that. Good. All right. Well, you've said that it's painful, but it can also be sort of like a mild cramping. Yep. Um, how else do other people ex- express it to you? How the Braxton Hicks feel? I guess the most common way people describe it is tightenings, but that it, but that moves through the uterus, mm. um, usually top to bottom. So not just an all-over tightening, but a, like a ring of tightness that moves uh, rhythmically through the uterus. Mm. And when I had my Braxton Hicks, I really felt it at the, at, just at the front of the tummy, really. Yeah. 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 And you can often you can see it if you're looking. Um, often the, the uterus will, will move in a way that you can see. Yeah. And the clincher with the Braxton Hicks is that the whole thing, the whole episode, not each contraction, but the whole episode of contractions should come and go within 45 minutes. Mm. And it's not allowed to be associated with other features. Okay. So if your waters break or you have vaginal bleeding, or that's that's labour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it has to have no other features. Yeah, yeah. Do we know why they're happening? Like we we've already talked that it's sort of you know possibly uterus in training, but yep. are there any other reasons why they might be happening? What do you mean things that provoke them? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you can people say they can provoke them themselves. Mm. Um, so you can sometimes provoke them just by uh, touching the uterus. Oh yeah, I've had that. Yep. Yeah. Or um, Exercise, sex, someone else touching your belly, bladder being full, anything that sort of um, triggers that. Mm. And some people's uterus got like a hair trigger and it'll just go off, you know, with the slightest provocation, but in a in a very harmless way. And then other people think that that they might be associated when they've been exercising too much, standing up for too long, dehydrated, full bladder. When I had Braxton Hicks, um, this is where you hope that your kids don't listen. Um, it was definitely after sex. Like I, the Braxton Hicks after sex was um, really quite um, concerning. Like yeah, for, for yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's right. And some people say, look, that the that the the tightenings of the uterus that they get after sex in pregnancy just takes all the fun out. It's not worth it. Mm. Yeah, um, but but um, most people experience that, acknowledge that it's harmless and soldier on. Yeah, and mm. it, it, at the start, like you know, thank God I had you. <laughs> But like, I had you to ask. Oh my god, have I just injured the baby? <laughs> um, Thank God you had me. That's yeah. quite right. <laughs> but you know, for other people, I could imagine like that is the concern. You think, oh my god, I've done something to um, injure the baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it's a weird feeling if someone if someone did touch my um, tummy yep. and. I had a Braxton Hicks immediately. Like, that's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Patty. Well, let's have a quick break um, and we'll come back and we'll talk about that compared to actual labour. Perfect. How many times have you Googled something about your pregnancy? When I was pregnant all the time, Dr. Pat. (laughs) We get it. You may be confused or overwhelmed. It's normal to want information, but where's the reliable stuff from experts? Yeah. Now, if you like our podcast... 
Dr. Pat and I have developed an online program to help guide you through whatever stage of pregnancy you're at. It's taken us literally two years to put it together. Two long, hard years, wasn't it? (laughs) But, you know, it is a game changer in how pregnancy information is given. Now, how it works is uh, you get to sign up at whatever stage of pregnancy you're at. Like, So you could be pre-pregnant in your very early stages of pregnancy, late pregnancy, preparing for birth, or maybe you've just brought your baby home. And you get lots of information around that. And then you also get to join our closed Facebook group. We've called in all our contacts too. So we've got a dietitian, an anaesthetist, physiotherapist. Sonographer. Yeah, who else? A pediatric nurse, obstetrician, mother of four. Oh, just all the people you need to hear from. So if that's you, come and join us at www.growmybaby.com.au. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking about Braxton Hicks versus Labor. Um, now, Pat, if, if you're having a Braxton Hicks and you feel like it's, I don't know, relatively regular, yep. does it does it mean that Labor's soon? Well, not if it's a Braxton Hicks. So so uh, people get used to it, okay? And the, the saying goes that, that, uh, that Braxton Hicks will run true to form in each individual woman. So by that I mean one woman's Braxton Hicks might be very different to another woman's, but it, but within one individual woman, they will give or take roughly feel the same every time they happen. So your Braxton Hicks will feel the same each time you get them. So that's good to know because if you feel something that's radically different to that or it's associated with other features uh, or it just keeps on going much longer than 45 minutes and seems to be increasing in intensity, then that's, that's labour. Mm. Yeah, it needs to be checked out. If it's term, fantastic, go and have your baby. If it's preterm, got to go and be assessed. I know that a lot of women really are concerned if they are having a lot of Braxton Hicks. So mm. how many are too many? I don't think there's too many as long as that's what they all are. When people get a lot, a lot of these, they're often given a diagnosis called irritable uterus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is, I guess, um, a uterus that seems to contract a lot in a painless way, sorry, in a painful way way but a harmless way mm. that never kicks on into true labor but you know is, is debilitating it it's, it's they're in a lot of pain a lot of the time anything seems to be able to contract it they're perhaps in and out of hospital with frequent investigations for a premature labor we give that the diagnosis or the title of of irritable uterus but what does it really mean it not much it means that you know we might have to check you out from time to time but if it's not labor it's not labor and if you're in that circumstance, like I could imagine that that would be really kind of not debilitating, but it could change the way that you go to work or Absolutely. whatever. Yeah, it's very difficult mm. and you might wind up on lots of pain relief. And in that scenario, it's common to induce, but we don't want to do that until we've got a good amount of fetal maturity so that we don't trade one problem for another. You know, get rid of the irritable uterus by having a baby, but then baby winds up in the nursery for two weeks. And so we want to, we want to, if we're going to induce for that issue, then we want to be having lots of fetal maturity so that baby comes out uh, with good lungs. And do you see irritable um, uterus much? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a few mm. times a year. Mm. 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 Yeah, wow, poor things. Um, I know I did a little bit of a Google search on this and I, I did see that uh, one very reputable medical site prescribed bed rest for you. <laughs> We've, talked about, <laughs> We've talked about bed rest. Don't do that. That is not the answer. But I'm going to talk to Pat about that. Uh, good. Zero evidence that it helps and quite a bit of evidence that it harms. Yeah. Not for every condition, but for this one, yeah. 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 And so we've sort of mentioned uh, that during a Braxton Hicks, you're not really harming the baby. 
No. No. But I also read that the baby can trigger a Braxton Hicks. Oh, I'm sure that's true because yeah. if you can, can trigger if you can trigger one by touching mm. touching your own uterine muscle by just pushing hard into, into your belly button, then surely the baby can do the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Do you think as an obstetrician, do you want to know if your patients have been having Braxton Hicks? If people ask me about it, which they commonly do, then we try and set some some uh, you know perimeters around it and say, I want you to ring me if it feels different to your normal Braxton Hicks goes longer than 45 minutes or it's associated with other features. Yeah. So if you're having a lot of Braxton Hicks mm. and it's really sort of compromising you getting along in life, what, yeah. what can you do? There's a lot of putting up with it. Mm. Um, it does respond to wheat bag hot packs and simple pain relief paracetamol. But a lot of the time there's just a lot of putting up with it. Mm. Avoid the things that seem to trigger it mm. if you find it distressing. A lot of the time we've just got to wait Mm. Wait until pregnancy's over. Yeah. I really found that sometimes it was just a simple thing like, you know, maybe changing your position if you're sitting down and getting it stand up, if vice versa or, yep. yeah. Or if you're on your feet a lot, like a nurse. <laughs> yeah. Get to sit down a bit. Um, well, that, absolutely. I think yeah. that's, a, that's a, you know, a good point. And people in busy jobs, we don't want people to stop work. Mm. But if you've got a busy job, physical job, and you get a chance to put your feet up in the tea room at lunchtime, do so. Mm. Yeah. I love it how you say tea room. I don't think anywhere else says tea rooms. It's just hospitals. <laughs> you don't. You call it staff rooms or something. Anyway. No, it's the tea room. Yeah, tea room. It will remain so forever in my mind. Good. All right. I've well, never had a cup of tea. In a tea room. <laughs> you don't drink tea. Um, all right. So let's move on to how it compares to early labour. Yep. So maybe you know. If someone's unsure, what, yep. what's going to be the kicker that they're in labour? The things that I mentioned before, that mm. that they're, that it's going on too long to be Braxton Hicks, it feels different to your usual Braxton Hicks, or there's another feature like vaginal bleeding waters breaking. But there's also a fairly typical feature of Braxton Hicks, and that is that throughout, throughout the entire half an hour or whatever that the episode goes for, they all feel the same. Mm. Whereas the labour contractions get progressively closer together and progressively more intense. Mm, and the thing about Braxton Hicks for me compared to labour is the labour, it starts off and builds in, in intensity and then drops off a little bit. It's like a wave rather than the Braxton Hicks, which just feels like a tightening all over. Okay. Good. Well, I hope that's really helped people to sort of work out what the difference between a Braxton Hicks and uh, early labour might be. Yeah, the key is if you're experiencing Braxton Hicks contractions, you've got to, you've got to get it really straight in your mind exactly what it feels like mm. and if you get another episode and it feels exactly the same then it is the same mm. and if it's something different you call you call your team yeah and they can talk you through it good yeah good all right everyone well uh, i think we're going to move into myth or fact you beauty all right i'm just getting comfortable good far away Pat, a UTI in pregnancy is common and left untreated can be serious and cause preterm labour. Myth or fact? Well, that's true. Mm. So we underestimate the power of the UTI to cause problems in pregnancy and we expect them to feel like a UTI would any other time, but they often don't. Oh. Something about the pregnancy process. Um, and this is why we do a urine screen at booking. So people say, what's that for? I'm, I'm fine. No burning, no stinging, no nothing. How could I have a UTI? And the answer is you might have something called asymptomatic bacteria, which means there's bacteria in the urine, but you, you, but you feel fine. And that does correlate with um, episodes of pre-labor unless it's treated. Wow. So can you get an asymptomatic UTI all throughout your 
pregnancy? You can, yeah. Often people will say will be surprised to hear that they've got a UTI, or that they or they had very minor symptoms, perhaps some excess Braxton Hicks or mm. some contraction contracting activity, and it turned out to be provoked by UTI. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So when we see com- someone come into the hospital in premature labour, a urine culture is a is a standard uh, investigation because if we're going to try and turn the labour off before it progresses into full bone labour and the baby comes out, um, then treating the UTI might be part of it. Yeah, wow. Well, there you go. Um, that might be our first fact as well. <laughs> I think I've, I've only ever given you myths. So. Nice. Yeah, good. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, that's a nice short episode for you just on your commute to work or something like that. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and we hope you're having a fantastic week and we can't wait to uh, talk to you next week. We love that you're listening. We love all your DMs. We love that you're following us on Instagram. Got a great DM from Canada this week. Yeah, yeah. I think we might put that in the Q&A. So good. this is this is all fantastic um, and Yes. Have a good week, everyone. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye for now.